What's up, what's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of CAP. I'm your host, JD. So what we're going to do today, we're going to what? We're going to cultivate. I am Erica. Let's accumulate. I am Shamil. Let's prosper. Hey. (laughs) So everybody, it's a lot going on, but as we're recording this, tomorrow is a very special day. So I want to send a special shout out. It's Mother's Day. I want to send a special shout out to my mother, Miss Sherry Davis. Uh, who's very instrumental in my life, as well as my sister, my baby sister. This is her first Mother's Day without my beloved niece. So I'm you know, sending my prayers and shout out to her and all of my friends, aunts, and everyone who's a mother. What about you, Eric? I am sending shout outs to my mother, uh, Wanda Jackson, for Mother's Day, as well as my sister-in-law in Dallas, Texas, Therese Jackson, and my sister-in-law here in Memphis, Sharonica Jackson, and all the mothers, including Kimberly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, shout out to my mom, Rose Jackson, my sister, Alicia, and then my sister-in-law, Karen Jackson. It gets real yes. interesting when they say Miss Jackson. <laughs> so it's three of us. All right. Okay. Yes. Well, let's get into the buzz. There's a couple buzz topics that are going on right now. One is about my guy, Jay-Z. Uh, he has a alleged son by the name of Ramirez Zadowaith, who is 30 years old, that says he is the biological son of Jay-Z. Ladies, what you think about that? This was <laughs> You go first. We always do this. We've been talking about this off and on for a while now. Um, I'm just, you know, it's, it's like, why wait so long? And then his question is, okay, is he going to take it? Why not? It seemed, it seemed like it would be an easy, okay, you take it. If it's not yours, then it's over with, what we think. But then if it is yours, that's a whole other um, situation. Because he has a whole family outside of if this is a child. Now, that part is just interesting to me in and of itself. Because it's just like you said, um, you know, it, it either is or it ain't. Right. You can go ahead and be through with it. Right. So unless you wanted this to stay hidden mm-hmm. for whatever reason, don't know if it's going to bring out more or what. We don't know what's going to come of it. But it's like you still want it to be hidden. So it's like mm, mm. it makes mm. you start to wonder. And you know how people love to speculate. Yeah. Well, I would just say this. Um, if if that's the case, I don't know if they do retrospect. They go back for back child support. This, this brother's 30 years old. Um, but, you know, it's it's the timing and everything. They say that he's been doing this, trying to prove this since 21. I hadn't heard of it until here recently. So that's been 10 years if that's so. But regardless of the fact um, and he says he's not doing it for money. I, I don't know about that because what's the other purpose? Um, you know, but we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Um, but that's just it's one of those situations where after so long now it comes about because Jay-Z has doubled his worth. He went from $1 billion to $2.5. So, so that's, you know, that's, yeah, yeah. that's very interesting that now all this is coming out. Um, the other buzz that we got is – According uh, about Jamie Foxx. Now, we know back in April, Jamie had a situation. He got sick on the set, had to be rushed to the hospital. But then there's been rumors about him not doing well. And then his daughter finally came out to 
Crush those speculations. What do you ladies think about that? Phew. Here's my thing about Jamie Foxx. Um, it has been like so much that has been said. I've heard he had a stroke. I've heard he's had an aneurysm. Recently, they said that uh, the family was preparing for the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that anytime they say that other celebrities have anything to say, no one says is specific about what has actually, you know, what the medical emergency was. So if no one is being specific about this, it makes me wonder, is any of that true? I don't know. What I do know to be true are three things. Well, two things for sure. One, there was a medical situation. Two, they said he he had been in the hospital and was recovering. And recently they have said that he has since been uh, home for a few weeks and was playing pickleball the other day. So uh, I'm hoping that the latter is true, that he is mm-hmm. indeed at home. And whatever uh, issues Jamie was having, my prayers will continue to go out with them, and I'm praying that he will continue to recover. Right. Um, for me, it was like, okay, the last couple of years, we've heard a lot about things with celebrities. Either they had an illness or they passed away. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. you, your mind is unconscious. you preparing, preparing for the worst. That's how I kind of felt like, okay, what's going to happen? And soon they announced, I'm like, what? You know, and everybody's sending, sending prayers, which you should do. But I was just wondering, you know, based on previous news uh, with celebrities, you just was like, okay, he's go, either it's going to go this way or that way. How bad is it? Like, like what, like, what is going on? Because like you said, you hear so many things. Like, what is the truth? And so, exactly. um, but if, like you said, if he's been home for a couple of weeks and he's doing better, that's what I would want to hear. But it's like so much has been said prior to they made that um, announcement, you know, what to believe. So, like you said, there's something happened. We just don't know what all the specific details. So, I actually would be glad to hear from Jamie. Yes. Um, when it's all um, over, he's fully recovered from whatever it is. Just to hear from him, I think we will. Yeah, I think yeah, we will hear from him. I, I think we will when the time is right. I, I think, you know, um, people got to realize, even though these are celebrities that we admire, they're still human beings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though they're in the spotlight or whatnot, there's still that sense of having some some privacy to depending on what's the situation going on in their life. Yeah. Everybody's not going to be, you know, uh, and it's, you know, not going to be a Kardashian and every little thing going on, they're going to open up to everybody with cameras. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can respect the fact of the privacy, but it's just when people like to speculate and anything to derive a story and, and speak ill on somebody, right. ill will on somebody before it's, before that's the actual situation. That's, that's the type of trash we're dealing with nowadays though. This is so true. Yeah. This has been like some very interesting type, you know, buzzes and everything, especially with the celebrities going um, on. But, you know, Memphis is a hot city. We have celebrities (laughs) in our own right. You know what I'm saying? We got the actors. We got the singers. We got the musicians. You know what I'm saying? Memphis has a lot. And today we have the opportunity 
to have one of them singers and one of them musicians. <laughs> Actually, um, we had our first guest. We had our first woman in April. We had our first man. Today, we have our first couple. So that makes it very, very interesting. My friends, Kimberly and Dwayne um, Werner. Or should we say the man's name first? You know, most times you say the man's names first. But uh, <laughs> but Kimberly and Dwayne Verner, um, Kim is, I say, my lifetime friend. And again, y'all know I don't say my age, but I just say lifetime, okay? <laughs> lifetime. And a wonderful memory that I do have for both of them is when I started Manifest Conference starting Ephesians 6 which I talked about the last time we were here and they were living in Chicago at the time and drove all the way to Memphis I had someone else who was supposed to play that couldn't and Dwayne at the last minute was like you know what I got her let's go and Kim was already gonna sing they drove through the night from Chicago to Memphis for me and I was ever Ever, 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 ever so grateful and even brought a friend of theirs with them who helped as well. Um, so we welcome today Dwayne and Kimberly Werner. <laughs> We're so glad to have you guys here. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do before we get into our interview period. Well, um, I'm Kimberly. Um, I'm a teacher. Um, I teach fourth grade kids with dyslexia. Um, I'm a mother of seven wonderful children, uh, four boys, three girls. Uh, I've been married to this wonderful man for um, approaching 22 years. And um, I love, love, love to sing. I love, love, love to write. And um, I love music. And I just love helping people. I really do. Um, pretty much all my life, I've been in a position to where I'm helping someone at some capacity, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is this is a part of who I am, and I love it. Dwayne Verner, um, husband, uh, musician, father of also those wonderful seven children. Um, <laughs> July will be 22 years for us and being uh, wonderfully married uh, in marital bliss uh, through all the things that we've gone through. Uh, I still like her very much so. Uh, <laughs> that and, says uh, Yeah, so um, we are um, a very musical family. Um, we have uh, drummers. Bass players, guitar players, keyboard players, singers, all throughout our family. So it's a it's a wonderful time when all of us get together. Um, our house is pretty much a concert constantly. All the time. And so um, our life together has been uh, 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 one big melody. It's like good. That. It is good. It's good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, um, recently, and this is going to go into my first question. Recently, as in last Saturday, I do know you had um, your special event that um, you do, Matters of the Heart. Um, and I would like for you guys to 
Uh, tell us about Matters of the Heart as well as tell me in going through this event, uh, one of the special encounters that you've had while doing this event. All right. So Matters of the, of the Heart was a, uh, is a ministry birth out of tragedy. Uh, March 17, 2017, uh, we watched our uh, first son together um, take his last breath. Um, he was uh, 16 years old, 6'2", 165 pounds, very cut, very athletic, wonderful basketball player, drummer, hardly ever been sick in his life. Uh, suddenly he fell out of school, um, got a call, we thought maybe he fainted. Rushed to the hospital, walked in on doctors trying to revive my son, and um, he uh, he left us. Um, we uh, had a very hard time, and still do have a hard time reconciling that. Uh, he was a wonderful child. Um, of course, he was a teenager, so you know all teenagers have their their issues or whatever. But um, great kid, great kid, loved him. Uh, to life and um, we were left with questions we were left with pain we were left with agony um, and out of that misery and pain was birthed a ministry uh, called Matters of the Heart where we did what our family knows to do which is to worship God with music and um, we wanted to we want to start a community where uh, we lead people uh, not only uh, to worship and to God, but to have clinical counseling and, um, and healing um, and to have a conversation about grief to help people to process um, and not just grief or loss of a loved one, but loss of a marriage, loss of a job, uh, loss of a spouse, loss of, you know, whatever that's, you know, we go through in this life. Um, you know, the Bible says that man born of a woman has a few days and those days are filled with trouble. Um, and so to help process to us through that trouble, um, we just want to give what our family leans to as an answer, which is music, worship, and our love of God. We took some time um, shortly after he passed away. Uh, we found a an organization uh, organization in um, in the Chicagoland area that like loved on our family, and it was only two days. But in those two days, it changed our lives. They ministered to our then four year old all the way up into our. Um, us individually they they actually separated us during that time it was a camp um they picked us up they fed us they gave us time they gave us different things that we could do in order for us to process that grief and um during that time i didn't realize how much i was in so much pain um but it was the the things that they did they allowed us to write things out um, allow us to have time alone, um, have time with other people, other women. I spend time with other women. He spent time with other men who were grieving. And then we all came together as a family and we presented something to 
commemorate our son. And it was like to look at different stories, to listen to the different ways that people were hurting. It was, it wasn't, I felt like we weren't alone. And that's the, that was the main thing, that we don't want people to feel like they are in this by themselves. And so a year later passes, and then we, um, we were asked from the same organization to come back and to encourage other people and, um, who were going through grief. And uh, the whole family couldn't come, but I sacrificed and I came on behalf of the family. And it was a fundraiser. And the room was filled with so many. I mean, it was like so many people there. It was ridiculous. But I took that time to share my story. And in that, um, the organization um, raised so much money that day. And people were coming. It was like, because of your story, I decided to give even more to the cause and all of that. And I was just like, that's great. So on the way home, that's when God spoke and was like, you need to do this for people, but you need to do it in the way that I've called you to operate. And that's in song. And I'm like, well, all right then, Lord, let's go. Let's do this thing. So we've been doing this since uh, 2019. And now we feel like it's a, it's a major call to do even more, to do more workshops, to create the community even more, to um, not, not just uh, using the musical piece, even though music brings everybody together. It's a, it's a good avenue to do it. But um, I'm thinking that we, we really need to dig deeper into to really talk about some things from the male's perspective, from the woman's perspective from the children's perspective. And we touched all of that um, this time in this dispensation of Matters of the Heart. Um, and that was different for us because every year it's something different that God presents to us that we need to talk to, you know, to present to the masses. So um, it's always healing for us every single year. Absolutely. Every year. Absolutely. Yes. So, okay. Oh, you mentioned uh, counseling. So I wanted to know, I know you're pursuing your uh, license in counseling. So mm -hmm. I wanted to know what, uh, what was the motivation behind it and what things you were going to do with it? Because there's so many things you can do with counseling. So I just wanted to see as far as how would that um, change or matters of the heart or any other areas? Actually, with. I think it would definitely enhance it simply because uh, music alone can only do so much and we open up the way. And then after that, where are the, uh, the people that really need to dig deep and to really deal with that pain? And in a, in a dispensation of, a, of two hours, it won't deal with that. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we want to create resources to where, um, and I want to be one of those resources. That was the, the motivation behind it to say that, hey, we can sing and we can present all of these things, but after Matters of the Heart is done, maybe Matters of the Heart was just a uh, the tip of the iceberg mm -hmm. for you to say that, hey, I really need some help and I really need to talk this thing through. So therefore, counseling is such a major way that you can do that as well. That's true, yeah, because mm -hmm. it's like you open up the door, but then what you do, once the door is right, open, yeah. Right, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, my question was uh, pertaining to the counseling part two. What's been your, your the challenge of balancing your matters of the heart, ministry, and foundation to pursuing your degree in counseling? It's been a major, <laughs> a major challenge, a major challenge. It takes uh, so many hours, clinical hours, all kinds of things. Um, but um, God gives you grace for the things that you are called to. And some way, somehow, things balance out. I don't know how he does that, but it's it's simply because knowing that this is what he's calling us to do as a family, I'm like, okay, give us the balance to do it because we still got to work. We still got to do this. We still got to do that. We still got to raise some children. Mm -hmm. All of those things. We got to be who we need to be to each other as husband and wife. All of those things, and it's a demand. It's such a demand on every single entity of who we are. But yet and still, once God gives you something and you listen to to how he wants you to do it, and even in the timing, he told me to go back because I was not looking <laughs> to get another degree. I currently have my bachelor's, and I currently have um, uh, a master's already. And I'm just like, Phew. I'm cool with school. I'm cool. I think I'm good. You know, not saying that you don't stop learning and growing and everything, but yeah, I was done. <laughs> but the Lord himself was like, this is the school you need to go to, and this is what you need to do with it. And I'm like, okay, all right. But in the midst of it, it's been such a wonderful journey. Oh, my goodness. I've met so many people who have inspired me and, and reminded me of my why. The reason why I'm doing what I'm doing in order to help even um, a whole different arena of people beyond the song. So, yeah, that's good. Okay. That is absolutely amazing. And something that I do love just in what you said um, is that this podcast is all about all three of us are life coaches mm -hmm. and we love, you know, helping people and helping people get to where it is they're trying to go. So it just fits into what this podcast is all about. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Uh, my second question. Okay. So being that all three of us are single, mm -hmm. single life is great. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's great. <laughs> okay. It's great. Um, but in everything that you've talked about, seven kids and work and ministry and life, and you guys still keep on liking each other a whole lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How do you do it? How do you make marriage work? So there is a there's a dedication that you have to have uh, to marriage that I believe can only and this may sound cliche ish, but um, as cliche as it may sound, it can only be delivered and conquered by having God as your center. Mm -hmm. That's real. Um, the the three uh, braided cord that cannot be broken, that cannot be mm -hmm. easily broken, has to be entangled with God. Um, we made a commitment. We made, we made a promise, not only to each other, but we made a commitment to God that we would not under any circumstances, walk away from each other. Um, so that causes, um, that, that comes with a lot of trials and tribulations because of the fact that 
I believe uh, truly um, scriptural wise that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and finds favor with God. Um, and so because of marriage being such a favored position in the eyes of God, the enemy is absolutely going to take everything he can to attack. Um, losing our son, statistically, we shouldn't be together because usually those tragedies tear families apart. Um, we decide to cleave to each other even more. Um, but on the joyous side of things, because I don't want to make marriage sound like it's all humglum, like the world would have you to think. Um, when you are dedicated to your spouse and you pray the right prayers, like God, give me eyes for my wife. Um, let there not be like, not be a temptation that I can't overcome. Always give me a way of escape. Um, always, uh, let me keep my commitment out front, uh, for you and for my wife. And so it makes, um, the marriage that much sweeter because we start to look at each other like, man, I have this wonderful thing in front of me, um, that God has granted me and, um, I don't want to let it go. Matter of fact, I want to experience all the highs that I possibly can in life. And if I have lows in life, I want this person to be next to me. I want to be dedicated mm -hmm. to this one person. This one person has my heart. This one person has my eyes. This one person has my body. This one person is the lover of my life. And so if I'm dedicated to that and I keep that credence right, you, you know, like people have passions. People, people uh, run after money and they don't fail at it. They, they, they pursue it with all they possibly can. People, athletes, they, they practice, they, you know what I'm saying? They, they work out, they have their, their regimens or whatever that they go through. Marriage is the same way. Mm -hmm. We have our, our regimens, we have our routines, and we also throw some things in there to be like, wow, I've never experienced that before. But praise God, I got to experience it with you. So marriage can be the sweetest thing of life, especially if you keep the commitment out in front of you. Also in marriage, you you find out more about who you are. And that mirror is in front of you to let you know, hey, you are capable of doing this, whether it be good or bad. <laughs> and then you're able to grow and to become this, um, which is always the goal of being the good thing. Um, Dwayne and I um, started young. We were very young. And having that commitment young, it's, it's, we've seen couples who started out with us didn't make it. Didn't make it. They didn't make it. And whatever reason, however things panned out or whatever happened with them, we always looked at each other and just like, is it, not, is it going to be us or are, are we going to be the one that's going to hold on and we're going to continue to press forward and do what we need to do? Um, I've learned, like I said, I learned a lot about myself and how to love and how to love him and how to love God. Because once you submit yourself to God, because he's going to submit the order, 
he submits himself to God and then God shows him how to love me. And in turn, I submit to him. That's the order. So there is a blueprint for everything that you need in a godly marriage. It's a choice to follow it. It's a choice to to put it in inside of your marriage and make it and make it thrive. It's it's all a choice and we choose this thing not just on anniversaries, not just on special occasions. It's every single day the enemy is waiting every single day to say aha i got a window aha i got this i got that but mm -mm. even with the children even with all the things that we had to go through with them to bring them to where they needed to be we still have us we still have us we still have the love that is foundational and it lasts and that's what we want to do every single day because we still got some life to live Absolutely. we still want to explore we want we still want to grow and thrive and do all of those things and that's the beauty of it it's just not like we get to a certain point it's just like well we done got the children out the way what we finna do with each other no we're 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 still it's still us. It's still us in it. And that's the thing. There, there are things that have happened along the way that can pull us and say that we don't, you know, we, we're, we're going to be lost in each other or whatever and just lose the whole, the whole gambit of marriage and what it's originally designed to be. But no, we haven't lost that. And each and every time it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's something I am grateful forever and eternally grateful to God for. That he keeps making us stronger. And unless uh, I don't want the word uh, submit to be uh, a an evil word. Or thought <laughs> about to be a word that's like, you know, I ain't submitting to nobody. No. Um, the we believe that God makes it so the order is easy to follow. Mm -hmm. Like if I am, if I'm truly loving on God and if God is truly my leader, then it makes it easy for her for to, to come follow. under me and to, and to follow. Mm -hmm. Not to say that she doesn't keep me in line cause I'm, I'm super silly. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> she is my, my balance. And because of the fact that she is, um, so much a, an important part of my life. I listen to her because I know that she embodies the spirit of God and that she will not speak or say anything to me unless it's God led and vice versa, unless it's God led, because a lot of times we, we lead with our emotions um, and it's easy to do. And, and because we're human, that's, that's, you know, uh, we're emotional people. Um, we will speak out of emotion at times, but there are times where we'll come and have a conversation with each other and say, with, e with each other and say, well, how about you pray about it? And then let me know what God says about it. Mm -hmm. well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I like, um, that you mentioned balance because I was going to ask, you know, what are some strengths and skills that you both have that you bring to the work that you all do? Like what maybe your strength that's his weakness of how he is in your weakness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time. No, no, just give me no, <laughs> Okay, I know that I'm an organizer. Yes. I am the organizer. Yeah, absolutely. And I can 
And then I don't care when you give it to me. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. At any given time, if something needs to be done, I will take it and I will make it work. That's uh, that is a gifting that God has given me for real. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, for for me, I pull the reins back and say, just relax, chill. It's gonna be okay. My wife, when we get prepared every time for matters of the heart, my wife will start probably two to three months with a schedule. I'm this talking about like we rehearse. We're going to rehearse this time. It's going to be from this and this. We're going to rehearse over these songs, this and this and this and this. And. Dwayne, you got your band together? Wait, you need to be calling these people. You need to be calling these people. You need to be checking these folks. You need to be going there. You know, I'm finna send cash out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like, bitch, calm down. And so me, I will come to rehearsal. Say the word. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I pl You ain't learning song, did you? You need to learn this music. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I got it. I got it. I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. So uh, I kind of work through pressure situations when it's like down to the wire. I'll be like, well, got to put these tracks together. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm up Another usually. Show. Yeah, I'm up usually about two or three o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, wife. I, uh, and, you know, stuff is, is, is loud. You know, how you think this track sounds? Go red. Oh, you know, and so, um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, so she is absolutely a balance. Uh, I am a kind of, uh, I am kind of chaotic. It work like, like I'm the type of person, like for Christmas, I like to do the last minute rush shopping. Like it's, it's fun to be around a whole bunch of people trying to grab stuff. I don't know. I, it's, I, it's crazy. I can uh, see. Yeah. See that, so I see, like, I, I, yeah, like Black Friday, like when they was doing it in the store. Yeah, like nah, not Black Friday. I'd be like Christmas Eve, you know. No, like, <laughs> so, no, like the crowd, the crowd for Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying? So I, you know, I, I, I like it. You know, what I'm saying jingle bells in the background. So, um, so she is the person that will absolutely have everything laid out. Me, it'll get done. May not be when you want it, but it's right on time. That is very, Come back. Come back. <laughs> very interesting perspective and powerful testimony by you all. My question is, as a couple that works together, what is it? What are some of the things you all do to unwind from the grind? Oh, we we like to eat. Love to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Love to eat. We like to eat and try different places. Yeah. Um, we may even just like randomly drive around and we may see something. Let's go try that. And I have to make sure for me, have to make sure that I'm not as hungry because if it's nasty, I'm just like, well, we tried it yeah. and I'm good yeah. and not going to walk away. But, um, yes, that's what we do. We love to, um, listen to new music together. Um, yeah, but them, them, that main thing we, we try to make, because of our week and how it goes, Sunday, after church, after he serves, after I serve, we we even put the kids away. Hey, we'll feed you guys, you know, at home or whatever. We always go out. It's a it's 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 like clockwork. We have to have that sit down time looking at each other over a good meal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so now comes to the time of the interview where we choose to ask a question that goes along with our 
title, Cap. Okay. So <laughs> mine is Accumulate. Um, what have you accumulated over the years while doing Matters of the Heart, through marriage, just anything that you have accumulated over the years? Wisdom. Uh, we've accumulated a lot of wisdom uh, over the years, all the things that God has shown us through grief, through loving each other, um, yeah, and then dealing with other people and dealing with their hearts. Um, we, you have to have wisdom and never, ever think that our story is the, is the pillar we're the only ones. No, someone else has, and someone else has. And you can take all of their stories and, and bring it back to your place and just like, wow, look how you work through them and look how you use us to help them or how their story helped us even more or revealed something that we didn't even realize that needed to be healed. So. He, he's all-encompassing. He makes it all work together, and I love that. So wisdom will be one thing for sure that we have accumulated. Passion and hunger. Um, through it all, um, we have um, learned to look to each other um, for what's next. And um, our passion has driven us to be um, quite proficient, I believe. Um, it's amazing how when we put the work in, how uh, God seems to work through it. Um, I mean, he's, he's really never failed us and it's given us a hunger for, for bigger, for greater. Um, and it's given us a desire to truly make him greater Mm -hmm. um, and to um, offer um, offer what we believe is healing. Um, and so through through the uh, time dispensation of time that we've gone through this, that we've done this, um, we've seen uh, many testimonies come forth um, and we're looking forward uh, to God working um, even greater um, through us. Good. That's good. All right. All right. So, um, that you guys said so so much and so many things that you all do together. Um, but I wanted to know, as far as prospering, um, trying to be prosperous in each area of life, what is something that you, well, individually or together, do to this routine? Like this is what you have to do each day or each week to make sure you are good in all the roles that you carry <laughs> <laughs> that you have you know, it's like a routine well to be honest with you there is not a set routine with us something happens differently every week mm -hmm. <laughs> every single week but in but the way that we're wired is like okay we got to move here we got to do this we got to do that and god has wired us that way to move and shake and do what mm -hmm. we need to do because even before we we even arrived here i don't know how many things i've done already <laughs> already and i've had uh meetings uh i've done 
all kinds of stuff tutoring. already. Yeah, tutoring, everything. I mean, but that's that's how we move. So it's not a it's not a set thing. But I know my my set thing before anything happens is I have to even before I put my feet on the ground, I have to hear the word of God. I have to hear and I have to pray before I I run because mm-hmm. once I hit my feet on the ground, it's yeah. I'm constantly going, constantly going. So even, you know, in different um, different ventures other than school, I mean, it's even more stuff that it, I was like, God, it just, just requires a lot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he requires a lot. And I'm trying to do my best to do what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We, um, we, we usually have a pretty full table set in front of us. Um, but uh, God has given us the grace to kind of handle things. And so we, we're looking now, we're honestly looking now to have uh, routines where um, we make sure that, that this is done, this is done. We want to acquire this, we want to acquire this. So what do we do to make sure um, on the kind of, um, you know, uh, the regular side of things that we want to, we're working on our working on our credit, working on um, this 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 adventure. What is going to be next? Uh, we want to want to get a be homeowners. We want to you know take vacations, things of that nature. So now we're starting to put things in place to mm-hmm. say, okay, um, these are things that we have not. We've been running so much that we had hadn't had time to acquire. So now let's make sure that we put some time to the side um, to completely keep us uh, fresh. Um, and, and, you know, go after these acquisitions, um, that we, we so desire. Um, and so now we're trying to put things in place and we, you know, we talk a lot, we deliberate a lot, um, to make sure, Hey, um, did we do this today? Did you do this? Did mm-hmm. you, did you get this? Did you get this done? Did you get this? So, cause you know, we got this in mind. So yeah, I have to hear that a lot. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank so. you, Lord. Okay. Well, I just want to know when was the defining moment uh, from the pain of your loss that you cultivated everything that was birthed from that? Oh, it for me, I know it may be different for Dwayne, but for me, it was two months after um, the loss. And I, I had some questions. And when I asked asked God the questions, I asked him specifically, don't hesitate. I need to know these things in order to move forward with my life. Um, As a mother, because I still had to be mom. uh, As a wife, I still had to be there for my husband. I could not function the way that I needed to function until I got those answers. I went to my private place. I parked my car and asked those questions and those answers came just like water. Mm. And when I got them, I'm like, okay. So my last question was, now what? He said, I need you to walk with me now. And when I started walking with him, it was such a different walk. It was a thing of he was still healing me. He was still dealing with um, uh, 
even more questions along the way because he knew that I was going to have more. But that was a pivotal moment for me to let me know that, hey, I can make it. I can I can actually survive this and I can actually thrive in this because we know that loss is a part of the of life. It's a part of it. It's nothing that you can get away from. Somewhere along the way of your life cycle, you will experience it. Somewhere. So in that, what do you do? Do you just stop life? Do you just stop? And some people do. They stop. They just stop and stop functioning. And they don't see that in the ashes, once you deal with them, there is beauty in it. There's beauty, there is beauty in those ashes, and you just have to position yourself to look for it. And that was my defining moment. I could finally move some things out of the way, and I'm just like, wow, he's with me. And as long as he's with me, I can make it. And that was my moment. Um, for me, it's just come through uh, pieces of the puzzle. Um, we... My wife has been since our since the beginning of our marriage. Uh, she's been a heavy investor of um, my gifting, um, and so you know, I, Father's Day three years ago, she bought me this huge keyboard. You know what I mean? Um, she's you know purchased like you know computers and laptops and things of that nature um, just to make sure that we continue to. Uh, cultivate our um our dream our mission um and um these have been tools that have been very vital um to our success in this and um and so the pieces of the puzzle um are still being put together um there we're still we're yet watering the plants and, and cultivating them and making them grow um and so it is a absolutely an ongoing thing um, but we make sure that we continue to invest in it um, and to push forward um, and keep the mission out in front of us. That's, that's very good. And what both of you all said, I definitely get a sense of sincerity and, and better understanding on how you all, you know, how you cultivated everything that has come about. Mm-hmm. So now we're at the segment of our show where we call Top 5. Um, it don't have to be in any order, but it's just top five things. And we all, three of each three of us have individual areas that we, we speak of. So my area that I'm speaking of today is top five uh, Denzel movies. Ah. Now, my top five Denzel <laughs> movies are the Equalizer series, mm-hmm. um, American Gangster, Training Day, Remember the Titans, and um, John Q. He got so many other movies, but yeah. they those are five that I like, as well as some other ones. But those are five that I like just off off the top. Okay. So I'm, since you all are, I guess I'm asking both of you all, uh, what's your top five Denzel movies? Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> top five. No particular. I did, I did like him in John Q for sure. Yeah. I watched that several times. Um I don't know. Okay. OMG. I'm gonna say um 
I'm going to say glory. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say um, Don Q, of course, is up there. I uh, mm -hmm. thought he was great in that. Um, of course, remember the Titans is one of my okay. one of my favorites. Yeah, I like that. I like that, yeah, I like that one. Um, I liked him in Hurricane. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Hurricane was a good one. Um, man, it's hard, man. Dude's got a lot of them. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, End yes. of Time was a good one. Uh, and I, I mean, I can't. The Equalizer series is like. Okay, that's your five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas. The series. That's, that's like, well, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to three. So, oh, man. you're not by yourself. I yeah. am too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so ready for that one. Dope, dope. Yeah. But well, that's my top five. So we're going to move on to. All right, we got y'all can't see. Oh, well, y'all can't see. There is a globe in front of us, so it's it's very ironic. <laughs> I'm the one that's gonna talk about top five places you want to visit. So, mm. <laughs> like you said, there's no particular order. Just five places I want to visit: uh, Jamaica, New York, Paris, Hawaii, and the. I don't know. I want to go to Africa, but I don't know which place yet. So I need to make a decision about where I want to go in Africa. So those, those are my five. All right, top, top five places. Number one would be Sydney, Australia, Hawaii, um, I want to go back to um, Africa. I went to South Africa, but I want to um, explore other places there. I want to go to Jerusalem. And um, maybe I don't want to go to Paris. <laughs> no, um, no. Um, maybe somewhere in South America, maybe Brazil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Jerusalem, yeah. I'd probably say. Punta Cana. Okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, Jamaica as well. Um, Johannesburg. Um, nice. Okay. I'll go, go there. Um, I, Australia, maybe, but they got some weird animals over there. Um, That's why I want to go. Yeah, I yeah, love koala bears. Yeah, but the, the, the spiders go. is about as big as they grow. Oh, like no. you know what I'm saying? I like them. Jones kind of kind of weird. The koala bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I've been close to Canada, but I would actually like to mm. to to go to like a, a major province in uh, in Canada. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to go with my top five before I do. Those of you who are watching, be sure that while you're watching, you just click that little subscribe button right down there. You see it is right there. <laughs> click that and subscribe. Be sure to subscribe, share, tell everybody about us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So, yeah, be sure to subscribe. This is going to be a wonderful top five because you guys have already said you love to eat. So I'm eager to hear mm -hmm. my five top restaurants. I like Firebirds. I like um, Char. I like, um, let me see. I like, um, I love seafood. 
So we'll say Red Lobster. I love Mexican food, so it's a couple of Mexican places that I like. I'll just say Mexican. Mm-hmm. And um, if I want to just lay low, it used to be TGI Fridays, so now I'll say mm-hmm. Chili's. Yeah. Okay, for me, um, it would be, I, I feel at home at the Olive Garden. Uh, I do. I feel like family. Uh-huh. I, and I love the, the the music. I always listen to the music when I go there. Um, I love I love seafood as well, like a whole lot. So there are several places that I go to. But um, right now, it's like, to get the, it's not the real authentic, but it gives you a little taste. Um, I go to Red Hook. Um, let's see, I love sushi um, a whole lot, like a whole lot. And I go to, um, I have several places I go to get my sushi, but my go-to would be, um, what's, our, what's our spot? Um, it is, uh, I'm looking at it. The hibachi with with the hibachi grill. Mm-hmm. It's right in it's in Caillouville. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Looking yep. at it. Yep. That place. That, that one. Oh, yep. uh, that one. Oh uh, <laughs> crap, what is the name of this place? I I can't think of it right now. But um love um uh Oh, isn't that bothering you? Man. It's bothering <laughs> you. Okay, finish your list and I'll come back. Okay. Uh nah, because that's the place that I'm I love it. Okay, go back. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, yeah. Uh, La Hacienda for uh, Mexican. Oh, that's good. Uh, Yeah. Love that spot. Um, Man, what is the name of that place? Jesus. Um, In Chicago, there's a place that's just like um, Texas de Brazil down here called Fogo de Chao. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Um, uh, I am uh, very partial to uh, buffets, um, you know, so <laughs> any place where there's a good buffet, um, you know, some people get very grossed partial. out by their thought. Um, my thing is, you go in, you got choices, get what you want. How can you lose? Um, let's see. I do love Olive Garden as well. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, Longhorn. Oh, yeah, I like Longhorn. Uh-huh. They never disappoint me. Never disappoint, mm-hmm. never disappoint. They come through in the clutch. What is the name of that place, Lord Jesus? Um, uh, it's not Sticks. Yeah, it's, it's Sticks. Sticks. Thank sticks. you. I knew it was with an S. <laughs> Thank you. God, wow. it's Sticks. Sticks, man. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah, I was like, it's next door to Bonefish. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right, because it's been mm-hmm. a couple of times I've contacted you. Oh, we just leaving Sticks. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, our, that's our place. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was, forgot your name. There was a place in uh, in, in uh, Neighborville in Illinois as well called Sentu. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was good, that too. Was was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now it's time for a... Time to peel the banana. And the, for the banana peel, where we um, have questions sent to us, where you can send questions at the podcast, podcast 3 at gmail.com. And we will do our best to give 
of our take on our advice to help you um, make the best choice you can make based off your question. And so today's um, banana peel is from Pamela in Montgomery, Alabama. Hey, Pam. <laughs> she said, I lost my job two months ago and I have a hard time finding a new one. It has become very discouraging hearing no hearing no after no for jobs I know I'm qualified for. Recently, I came across a vision board where I said I wanted to start my own business. I sometimes wonder if I should pursue it, but people closest to me said I'm crazy and I should just keep looking for work. I got a call about a pet about a possible foot in the door for my own business should I pursue or get my head out the clouds and find a real job in quotation marks. Mm -hmm. Um, Pam, I think, um, I try to stay balanced. Um, I think if it is, if you are meant to start a business, you should, but there is a way of doing things and you still can look, you still can look for a job. You can still have a job and, be an entrepreneur. I myself am doing that as well. So it's very possible to do both. It just take discipline and structure and um, patience. So I just think that um, you should, because uh, sometimes when you share your dreams or thoughts with the people that they don't understand, they are going to think you're crazy. So um, don't be so, don't be discouraged by those who think it's a crazy idea. But I think you should, you know, if that's what it's, you need to do, I think you should try it and then, you know, get a mentor or a coach to help you um, make that decision or carry out that decision and still look um, for a job as well at the same time. It's possible to do both. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, like me, myself, I have a job and in having that job, it can help you to be able to get things you need for your business um, and you're still able to stay afloat. You gotta pay the bills. You gotta, you know, be able to stay afloat and take care of the things that you need to take care of. But you can still uh, do the events. You can still do the stage play. As you get money, I'd say, you know, put that up as, so you can continue to grow your business. So the job is really the one thing that can help you to continue to grow the business so that you can get to a point where you can be a full-time entrepreneur. I can say that is my own at some point. So I think that it is important to have the job, but definitely don't stop pursuing it. Um, I've known of people who stopped and they wish that they never did. It's something I am very big on telling people to pursue whatever it is that God has given you to do. I remember getting a call from Kim once saying, okay, God is telling me to tell you to pursue. So that's what I'm telling you to do, Pamela. Pursue it. Don't listen to what anybody else says. You know what God mm -hmm. has put in your heart to do, even though nobody else may not understand it. But you know because he gave it to you. So start the business, but continue to work the job until you literally hear God say it's time to pursue it full time. I know people who decide, hey, it's time for me to walk off my job and I'm going to go start this business and God ain't told you a thing. And it don't work. So do it. <clears throat> but make sure that you are following God's leading and doing it. 
Well, basically, Pam, um, like my two co-hosts have said, uh, you can definitely pursue what it is you're trying to do entrepreneur-wise. I'm, I'm a, uh example of that because I work, but then I st- I'm still working on my entrepreneurial side, my my purpose, so I can eventually, that would be the only thing that I'm doing. Uh, like I tell people, it's more than one way to get to like the number five, and this is just an example. Two plus three, four plus one, zero plus five, five times one. Uh, I use that analogy to say that there's different ways you can get to where you're trying to be. Um, your job or the job that you're looking for, you got to take care of your expenses, your priorities. Um, and then you can also use that to reinvest in yourself. Far as the naysayers, uh, people are always are going to say things that are not positive when they realize that they're not trying to do anything like that. So you have to tune that noise up, whether it's from so-called friends, family, significant other. Uh, hopefully it's not any of those people close to you, but let's be real in life. Sometimes it comes from those people. Um, but use use your ability to work to fund what it is you're trying to do as far as your business, which is tied to your purpose or your passion, and uh, let it grow from there. And then once you get to the point where you no longer need that job, um, like my co-host has said, uh, you'll hear from God if you tune into him when it's time to fully let that go and go full-time with your business. But do not, by under any circumstances, give in to the the comments of people say, girl, get over it, you know, go get your job, I'm thinking about that. Because look at what they're doing. If they're not doing that in their life, then why would they want to see you do that? Absolutely. Um, so. You guys have anything you want to add? Um. Yeah, so um, I think um, number one, put yourself on a put yourself on a schedule. Um, put things uh, that need to be um, put things in 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 order. You know, what I'm saying those that are priority, making sure that your your livelihood is taken care of, um, your your housing, whatever. Um, go go after that. Do that, but. Um, what is the last person that you know of that worked 40 hours a week for a job really be prosperous? And that's it. Um, so um, your real job can also be something that you invest in yourself. It's just like they said, um, you know, you go you go to work, you, you do your eight, 10 hours, whatever like that. Um, praise God, God has given us. Uh, 24 hours in a day. Um, have some time, take some time to invest back in yourself, uh, to invest in whatever your future is until the goal is that you, you work for yourself. Because if you're being bit by the entrepreneur bug, then, you know, uh, let that let let that be what it is. If that's what you feel like your calling is and that you really want to go out and pursue your own business, please, by all means, do that. Just make sure that you prioritize things, put things in order. God, I got to live. Give me the strength to be able to do that. Um, But if you would have me to pursue where I don't I'm not in this position again, um, because you can go to the next job and the, the real job can be great for a minute. But what if they close down and then you're back at square one and then you're looking back saying, man, I should have went on ahead and did that business. Work for yourself. You can never fire yourself.
Mm. Well, Pam, I want to um, speak to the confused part. Please make sure that you know that God is not an author of confusion. Absolutely. Please know that clarity comes from God, and he will give you exactly what you need in order to, um, your steps will be ordered by him if you allow it. Um, I am pursuing uh, different things as well um, outside of my job because the um, as as it's been said the entrepreneurial bug has bitten me I know that God is um, uh, calling us to have multiple strings of income so therefore it's tiring it's uh, it, it requires dedication it requires some some extra hours that you usually may use for one thing but when you're passionate about something and you have a goal in mind, you're going to do what you need to do in order to pave the way. If you see, imagine yourself, and this is what motivates me, imagine yourself being the entrepreneur full time. How does that look for you? How does the vacations look for you? Mm. How does your life look? Look at those things. What is the, the cash flow looking for you? Look at those things and then start working. Because if you can see it, it can be. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> great advice. Yep. We wish you well, Pamela. And remember, those of you who want to send in your questions to the cat podcast three at gmail.com. Definitely do that. The cat podcast three at gmail.com. Single married woman man. Martian, whoever you are, just send your question. Come on. <laughs> yes. So listen, this is the point of our um, podcast where we get a chance to go into our own special segments. And I will start with the detours moment. Um, so... Um, as you guys know, I have written two stage plays, Detours 1 and Detours 2, of which Detours 2, the amazing song, finale song at the end, was written by Kimberly Verner. Bless God. Um, and so that song will be featured on the DVD, which is set to be out next weekend. Wow. Next weekend, Detours 2, The Deliverance, will be out i'm so excited and in knowing about that i thought about um the different detours that came about in doing detours one and in detours two so let me tell you guys while going towards your destiny you are going to encounter some detours mm -hmm. probably even more so than you ever have when i was trying to do detours one i had a flat tire one of my cast members, um, mom got real sick. She got better. And then right after Detours 2 last year, she passed away. Um, we had a cast member who was supposed to be in the stage play when we were supposed to do it in 2020. But because of COVID, we couldn't do it. And in, I guess that was 2021, he passed away from brain cancer. So it's so many detours that we endured. And had we stopped, 
we never, ever would have experienced the wonderful things we have experienced for going for to keep on going forward and doing what God put in me to do. Um, so no matter what the destiny is, you are going to encounter some detours. Be prepared for the detours. Here for the detours like that. All right. Um, today's forget all that moment um, was dealing with healing from a breakup. We'll talk about um, dealing with those negative emotions that come with um, when you're uh, coming out of a relationship. Um, deal with them, the negative emotions, because you don't. They will fester off into other places. So I would say. Um, with a friend that you trust that's, you know, spiritually mature is something I did to deal with the negative emotions. And then also uh, if you're into counseling, um, take those emotions there. It's just a matter of the, the, important, the important part is that you are moving forward and you can't move forward if you do not deal with the negative emotions that will come when a relationship has ended. That is very powerful information from both of my co-hosts, the uh, the girl forget all that moment and as well as the detour. So we're going to wrap it up with the brain drop. And the brain drop for today is you will not find peace in the same place that you lost it. I'm going to say that again. You will not find peace in the same place that you lost it. Um, when I say that, that can be in a, in a person, in a situation, uh, in a job, uh, whatever the capacity in life that it is that you lost some peace, when you when you look into to recuperate that peace, a lot of times it won't be in that same place. Um, so you need to first look to God, and then look within yourself to realize and learn from where you lost it at, so you won't go follow that same path, or you you're learning. You know, from that experience and how to build yourself up to be a uh, to be a better guide in what you're trying to do. Um, so a lot of people tend to continue to go back to the same things, even if it's a different person. If it happened to be a relationship, or or a choice in following this or following that, and they're wondering why the same thing keeps happening over and over. You're not going to find peace in the place that you lost it. So if peace is what you're seeking, then you definitely have to first look to God and then look to yourself and do something different. Like the saying goes, in order to have something different, you got to what? got to do something different. So um, this has been so amazing. Um, I want to thank um, <clears throat> Dwayne and Kimberly uh, <laughs> for coming. Yeah. Um, this has been so enlightening, even especially talking about your marriage. Um, I do remember a post that I think Dwayne put um, um, put up a long time ago. I think it was like in twenty at the end of twenty one or somewhere around in there. He said, "I got myself a Kimmy." It was something like that. I got myself a Kimmy. You should get yourself one, but you can't have mine. She's mine. <laughs> that was so cute to me. Um, I love the way you guys talk about each other. I love how you work with each other. And it's, it, 
I have always said I would want that someday if God so chooses to give me that. So you guys are a breath of fresh air. I love what you're doing with Matters of the Heart. I knew Darian. He was amazing. Mm -hmm. From birth, I knew him. So I'm praying that God continues to bless your family and what he does. And if you guys can, can you tell uh, people, oh, before we say that, um, they had Matters of the Heart last uh, Saturday mm -hmm. in August, August 25th, Kimberly is the um, kickoff to Manifest Conference. Ooh, ooh. Uh, so that will be on <laughs> August 25th, and Kim always sings at the conference on August 26th, so I'm looking forward to that. If you guys can tell people how they can get in touch with you. Well, we have a Matters of the Hearts uh, Heart page uh, on Facebook, also you can... Um, Look us up at uh, Matters of the Heart. Uh, wait a minute. It's a new site. Mm -mm -mm. I think uh, I got it. I think uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, project. There it is. It's mattersoftheheartproject.com. So if you would like for us to come and to um, uh, talk with your group or anything like that concerning grief or you would actually like to have a matters of the heart experience we can actually do that for you we also um, uh, we're also on Instagram as well so you can find us um, if you would like for us to come you can definitely book us uh, from the uh, matters of the heart project dot com mm -hmm. you can also um Reach, I could give you uh, my phone number, which is 901-691-3391. And if you want to be a blessing to give to the mission, it is My Heart Matters, dollar sign, My Heart Matters on Cash App. Um, and when you put in My Heart Matters, you'll see this beautiful face right here uh, <laughs> on uh, on it, and it'll come up as uh, Matters of the Heart. Uh, so uh, we we welcome all, all gifts um, because we know that there is a cost to ministry or any type of endeavors or works or whatever like that. So anybody that wants to be a help or a blessing, please dollar sign my heart matters um, on cash app. Definitely want to thank you guys for coming here as our guest today. Uh, you know, learning more about your, your foundation, your ministry, and then just to hear a fresh perspective on, uh, on marriage. Mm -hmm. yes. um, you know, I'm going to be honest, being a single guy, uh, I have lost quite a bit desire for that, but it's not all the way gone. So that you know, because mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know, just to hear, because you know, from people that I know, I know that it's work, yeah. whether it's family or friends. Mm -hmm. um, but you hear so many bad stories of as course. opposed to good. Of but course. that's like almost for anything. But mm -hmm. uh, just from my personal journey, I, I just I I realized that you know. If that should be in my future, I know what it is that I would desire. Mm -hmm. But until then, I'm, I'm just going to continue to do Mr. Davis and do what I need to do to, to cultivate. <laughs> Accumulate and prosper. See you all next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.